Happy episode day, everybody, and let's talk about spirit guides today. So first of all, I want to say if you really like this podcast, feel free to give it a follow, a subscribe, or a like if you're on Facebook listening to it, and feel free to share it with people that you feel would enjoy it, who would love to talk about or to hear about the supernatural and the paranormal, mediumship and psychic abilities, which I promise I'm going to do more of. I feel very weird talking about my mediumship abilities and psychic abilities because they, uh, I'm learning how to talk about them without feeling like I'm being self-serving. So more to come on that. But for now, if you really feel like there are other folks in your life who want to listen to this podcast, feel free to share it with them. So there was a night when I was feeling a little down. This was maybe back in, hmm, maybe November or October of 2021. So not that long ago. So something that I try to do when I walk my dog, Sela, I try to leave my phone at home in the evening when I do the evening walk and walk her for any time between 10 and 25 minutes. And it's just me, the leash, my dog, and the local park. So I'm walking in the park with my dog without a cell phone. And I decide, okay, let me just pose a question to my spirit guides and see what they say. Now, I should set some context here. Shortly before this experience, I had a session with a wonderful psychic. Her name is Anna Maria Pineda. She's out of Miami. And she helped me to focus, not really work at, but focus, just let happen. The, she helped me to focus on who my spirit guides are. She led me through a very brief breathing exercise and meditation, super brief. You wouldn't even call it a meditation probably, just super brief letting go and seeing what comes to me when I ask myself, who are my spirit guides? And I saw this image come to my head of a man and two women, souls that were presenting themselves in these genders. And then behind them were a whole bunch of people. So there was the man in front of these two women, and I recognized him as my lead spirit guide. And then the two women behind him who support him and this host, this crowd of people behind them. And I felt like I have all of these people on the other side helping me out, not intervening in my life. Maybe they are, but mostly letting myself have free will choice and letting me feel the gut instincts and the impulses that I get that help me make my best decisions. And I feel like a lot of us have guides on the other side and a lot of guides. We just have to tap into them and learn how to do that. So knowing who my guides are and being able to recognize them by appearance, although I couldn't see their faces, just their silhouettes in white clothing. I know it sounds so cliche, but believe me, that's what I saw. That's what I felt. I still feel strongly about that. And also knowing one of their names. I know that the male, just the name Elias comes to me and it just feels so right. So I'm going to refer to him as Elias, but it doesn't matter really just so that's just an FYI. So now let's go fast forward to me in the park with Sela. So I'm about to walk Sela and I'm approaching the park and I just pose a question and I actually forgot what the question was exactly, but I think it was something to the effect of, ah, yes. So as some of you may know, because I've mentioned it on the podcast before, I struggle with body image issues. So I asked my spirit guides, why do I struggle? That whistling noise, by the way, is the wind in New York City. It's intense. So, spirit guides, why do I struggle with body image issues? What's the deal? Why? Why do I struggle with them? 
And I think that's them whistling in the background. Then <laughs> through the wind. So after I posed that question, uh, I just did not think about an answer. I just let myself kind of just keep walking with my dog and see what comes to me. And it's almost like, you know when you feel like a gut feeling? That's what came through. I had this gut feeling that came with this answer. And like I said, I can't exactly remember the words they told me. If you told me what exactly they told me through this gut feeling, I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you what I felt. I just felt this reassurance that I am meant to live this experience so I can learn how to be the opposite of what I portray myself as or as what I live my life as. So I know this sounds kind of woohoo. I'm going to explain it further by sharing the next question I asked with them. I asked them, is there a past life of mine that has something to do with my body image issues? And almost immediately I got this visual or this vision rather of myself. It wasn't me. I I looked like somebody totally different. I was this thin, tall, Caucasian European man in the... It seemed like the, the what's it called? The Baroque era? Is it Baroque? Or uh, I think that's what it's called. Of, of, Fran- of, of French culture. The Baroque era of French culture. Very elaborate, elaborate clothing. Um, and I don't know if it was, I mean, I feel like during, uh, during uh, like the Versailles era, which was earlier than the Baroque period, I know nothing about historical eras, but it was just very lavish clothing. And I saw myself as this man that I don't recognize, a very vain person. And I was wearing these lavish clothes. I was in lavish queer circles of people, actually. I was a queer man, and I was around other queer people. And I was a very vain, vain person and very pretentious. And I knew that I was good-looking, and I took advantage of that. And I was not a happy person, and I made people feel very unhappy. I actually hurt somebody emotionally because of how vain I was and how self-centered I was in that lifetime. All of that came from me just posing a question to my spirit guides and just asking this question and just letting the silence ensue, the silence in my brain, just the silence around me. I mean, it was nighttime. There weren't a lot of people outside walking their pets or their dogs. Um, And so I just I just let the answer come. And if no answer was going to come, I was okay with that because I didn't know what to expect. I just asked a question. I'd never never talked to my spirit guides that way. I don't say, hey, spirit guides, what's up? So body image issues, what is up? I never do that. But this time I did it. And I felt these gut reactions and responses come in. And the best way I could explain it, you know when you walk into a room and you just feel an immediate like, oh, I don't like the energy in here. Or you meet somebody like, mm, I don't know if I really feel great about them. And you end up learning later that you were right about that room, right about that person, or right about that job opportunity that seemed great, but there was something about it that rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe the people weren't great who interviewed you, whatever it was. That gut feeling you get, that's what I felt after I asked my questions that night. And they came through with these these responses to my questions that came through feelings and uh, visuals in my head, memories of mine from my childhood or earlier in the year, earlier in my life, and reminding me of relationships I had. 
And since then, I've made it a point when I walk my dog, I try to, to say, hey, spirit guides, what should we talk about today? Or, hey, spirit guides, I want to ask you about this. How about this? How about that? What about this? Why this? And just seeing what comes through. And listen, you don't have to believe in spirit guides. You can just call it your Jiminy Cricket. You can call it your guardian angel. You can call it Jesus. You can call it God. You can call it whatever you want. But I really do empower you and encourage you to pray to your higher self. Let's call it your higher self. Pray to that higher self and see what answers come through for you. The same thing can be done through meditation and they're not mutually exclusive. I think that during meditation or as you are setting your intention for meditation, invite your spirit guides in and ask them a question and just sit, just sit. Or meditate as you're doing something else. What I'm doing as I'm walking my dog, I believe as long as I stay focused during the walk and also at the same time, be aware of my surroundings. I mean, luckily, I'm not walking across the street because I'm in a park. So it doesn't feel unsafe to do this. So please don't do this while you're walking across busy streets or you're in a busy area where it might be dangerous. But as I'm walking my dog, I am praying to my spirit guides and trying to be mindful of that as I'm walking my dog. And for me, that is a form of meditation. It's not the same as sitting and quieting my mind. But to me, it's a way of meditating. And I do see prayer as a form of meditation, but not all meditation is prayer. Know what I mean? So be so daring as to ask your spirit guides, ask your higher self, ask your higher power a question and see what gut reactions come through your body, come through your heart, come through your your third eye, your mind's eye. What things do you feel when you ask yourself a question, when you ask your guides or your higher power a question? And pay attention to that. See how it makes you feel. Do you feel empowerment? Do you feel disempowerment? Do you feel a yes? Do you feel a no? Do you feel discouragement? Do you feel encouragement? This isn't to say that our spirit guides are there to disempower us when we are wrong about something. It's more about what is that human feeling we get that could be a clue to a beyond human answer. So maybe when you're asking yourself that question or asking your higher power that question, you feel as, an, as a response in your body the sense of disempowerment. doesn't mean that they're like, you should not, you must not, you cannot. It could just be a message of, revealing the disempowerment that's already there within you. Know what I mean? I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent right now, or uh, I don't know, a lecture. But I just want to share with you, like I've had those moments when I have asked a question that I just feel icky or I feel like, ugh. And I don't think it was my higher power trying to tell me I should be feeling icky. I should be feeling judged. It was just a signal of how I was feeling about myself, and that is just as revealing as getting a, an answer that gives me a clear directive. Just because I'm meditating or praying to my spirit guides doesn't mean I'm always going to get a clear directive from that practice. Getting just a sensation or feeling in itself can be just as much of an answer. And I encourage you to practice with that, to sit with that to ask those questions and see what comes through. If you want to take notes right after you come out of your meditation or take notes as you are praying or talking to your spirit guides or higher power, I really do encourage you to do that. So that's my little tidbit today about praying to spirit guides in my own experience. I'm going to keep praying to my spirit guides and see what happens. Uh, I fully trust that my spirit guides are going to come through for me. 
And hey, sometimes I feel crazy doing it. Sometimes I'm like, is there really someone else there listening? Let's say that I am talking to you, a religious skeptic right now, someone who is religious, but very skeptical of what I'm saying. It's no different from praying to your guardian angels, if you believe in guardian angels, or praying to saints, if you believe in saints. Spirit guides, in my opinion, are part of our spirit team. And our spirit guides are not, it's not like, okay, Jerry is assigned to Juan and Molly is assigned to Brittany. It sort of happens that way, but they're also everywhere (laughs) all at once. It's hard to explain. Time is a human construct. So I do believe that spirit guides are just God energy and they are there to help us realize ourselves even more, rediscover who we really are, be the true essence of who we really are. That's what they're there for. And when I channel spirit, when I usually do one-on-one sessions, I ask my spirit guides to connect with the spirit guides of the person I'm about to read so that any message that needs to come through for that person comes through through their spirit guides to my spirit guides to me. But really, it's all kind of like a, it's almost like it all happens by osmosis. I believe it's all the same energy. It's just, it's all working together at that moment. All right, that was a whole lot of stuff I just shared. Some of it probably didn't make so much sense. But if it made sense for you, DM me, let me know. If you have any questions about spirit guides, I am not an expert, but we can talk about it. I feel like I do know of people who are better well-versed, <laughs> better versed, I don't know, better well-versed in this topic that I could point you to in terms of books or like resources. I've heard podcasts on spirit guides. I have read a few things about spirit guides. I can point you in that direction if you want me to, or I can help research with you, whatever it is that you want to do. But if you have any thoughts on this, please message me, DM me, comment on the post that went up today about this podcast episode. And otherwise, I leave you to your day and I wish you and your spirit guides a beautiful rest of your day. Although spirit guides don't really work in days because time is a construct. But anyways, have a beautiful rest of your day. And I hope to see you next week on Third Eye Sight. If you have a question or topic you want me to cover on Third Eye Sight, head to my website, juanfranciscospirit.com slash contact and send a message my way. If you really enjoyed this episode, leave a review wherever you listen. I'd really appreciate it.